Today on the LA News Overtime Podcast, Adam Cole is here with me, Justin Lee, and we are at uh, the open practice, the Fan Fest, Fan Mageddon thing. You can see it behind us. We're getting started. The marching band played a little bit ago, but uh, but uh, hopefully they'll play again. Everyone's here. There's bouncy castles. Everyone's excited, and uh, there's no athletic director, so... <laughs> So we're going to talk about uh, we're going to talk about uh, Alan Green's departure a little bit, and then maybe a little bit about the quarterbacks. Um, but yeah, Adam, uh, it, it's 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 it's. Uh, I, I just want to continue the conversation. It's this is Saturday. Alan Green left on Friday. Uh, we had a lot was said, and a lot will continue to be said. But I just want to kind of continue the conversation in in a day two kind of way. Um, and 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 it's it's a tough thing because. It, 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 you've, you've probably heard, if you're listening, you've probably heard a couple different things because it's like, oh, well, this was expected, so it's no big deal. Yeah. Personally, you know, if you read my column, I think it's a big deal. And maybe it's not a surprise, but I think there is a, a serious void in leadership at, at Auburn here, right here, right now. And, uh, you know, when, when we come back to point to this crossroads, uh, you know, my thing is, you know, we talked. We we were there. We talked about it, and and we we didn't just pretend it wasn't a big deal because that's that's no good. But um, but Adam, I've I I, I want to ask you. You know, because I've blabbered on about it enough yesterday and and on Twitter. But you have this this outsiders. You know, you only you just got here months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 I one of the things I said was, <clears throat> and one of the things we, I try to be careful of is like, the you know the national media is has done a lot of hand-wringing uh, about Auburn for a long time, and, and it'll continue to do it, and I know Auburn fans are tired of it, and if you don't like that, uh, hey man, good news, you can we, you can talk with us, we're continuing the conversation, Philip Marshall wrote a column, Justin Ferguson and Painter Sharpless did their podcast, there is local stuff, There, it, it's not just the national, the outside stuff, um, but, but part of the thing is, you know, when, when what I said was, Everyone's always done this hand wringing, like everything. Auburn's a madhouse. No one knows who to listen to. No one knows who the leader is. No one knows what's going on. And a while back, that wasn't actually true, but I, it's it's starting to become true. In that there's a bit of a vacuum. Um, Adam, I, I I don't know, man. Do you what? Just what? What did you see yesterday? And how? I mean, how do you, how do you see this just just kind of shaking out? I mean, we're at a crossroads for Auburn Auburn sports, especially particularly football. I think yeah, it's been really interesting. You talk about like the the national media perspective of it's 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 a madhouse at Auburn, and, it, and it's funny because coming in here, it's like that was always sure. you know that was always something that I'd kind of thought, and like I do sure. think there's some some truth to that, but it's well, you look at it objectively. It's it's a little. It's honestly, I don't know. It's funny because it feels way more toned down once you're like here, whatever that the the semblance of that is. Sure, sure. Um, but after yesterday, I mean, it's I don't know. It's it's I was in. I don't know if impressed is the right word. I guess it is a word. I was impressed at the the fact that it was, I don't know, it showed, I guess, such a, a lack of, of faith in, in letting it all play out for the best because, I mean, who knows? Like, I, I you know, I mean, Brian Harson talked all offseason when he got asked about recruiting and, and, the, and the message was, was watch. You know, right. in, in the first five games, you've got right. you've got five winnable games to start. You can start 5-0. and oh. It could start just like last year when it was, what, 6-6-2, six and, six right. and, and 1. And, right. They are not following Brian Harson's message. When we talk about avoidable leadership, they're not following Brian. Right. And, I mean, you, 
you know, it could Sorry, have, it, not. It could have played out to where you say, okay, well, you know, Allen's contract's up in January, and so what sure. we'll do is we'll let the football season play out, and if Brian Harson has one good year, then, yeah, maybe we give him a brief extension and we go from there. And, and maybe that's what Auburn wanted because, you know, right. they say Allen, you know, put in his resignation. Right. Uh, maybe that's what Auburn wanted. Uh, but, again, that means Allen wasn't following Brian's vision right. of watch. Oh, everything's going to be fine. Just watch. We're going to win a bunch of games. Everything's going to be fine. Everyone's going to follow me. Nobody listened in that. From that, he has to hope his players listen. Uh, school president didn't listen to that, and the athletic director did not listen to that. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, no, two people in the. I can't. I can't name two people on the same page right now. And that's. And obviously, that's a fixable problem. Auburn is still a top fifteen team, but right now, everyone is a bit scattered. And the and the Pod Piper, whoever it's going to be, has to come and get people going in the same direction. Because, I mean, there are people even in the athletic department right now who two days ago were probably on the same page. Now they probably both want the athletic director job. Adam? Now, so they both have different visions. Everyone has a different vision right now. And, it's, it's, and, and, and does that mean the sky is falling today? No. Does it mean it could lead to some stuff? Yeah. Yeah. That's like I told someone on Twitter, like, like, oh, you're being dramatic or whatever. I'm like, don't you wish in December 2017, one of the early dominoes in this, when Stephen Leith was trying to uh, extend Gus Malzahn, don't you wish someone said, talked and said, hey, man, look, things aren't good. Like, let's, you need to talk. Conversations need to be had. Or in December 2020. So, hey, man, let's talk. Somebody's got to raise a flag, right? Here's the flag. There's a, there's a void in, and no one is following anyone right now. And you brought up a perfect example of that. They're not following Brian. It's not happening. And his plan is to win a whole bunch of games, and then everyone has to. Yeah. That's his plan. And that whether, if you like that plan, go for it. Well, and, like, it's funny because as much as we say, like, that's his plan, like, it's not even – that's the only thing that can happen at this point to say Brian Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's it. And, and that's after it. yesterday, I mean, you know, the one thing was that it was like Alan was, of course, involved in Horson's hiring, and that was – you know the the little bit of padding that was there for for him and his security, and now it's just gone right. like that. So it's you're right. Like I mean, his, al- his ally, as, as one of his it, few allies, right? Maybe his only. Like right, I, but because it's, he it's, came, because he came here, and whether you like this or not, again, this is an analysis. This is we're just telling you what he's done. You might love it, you might hate it, but he didn't come here to make friends, right? right. And I'm that's not a shot at Brian. Yeah. I'm just telling you what the heck he did, and if you like that or hate it, go for it. Make make your own decisions, but he didn't come here to make friends, and he hasn't broken bread with the people that previous coaches have, right? He hasn't. That hasn't been part of his strategy. Now, if you believe in that strategy, fine. But that's you know what I mean. And so now it's like I said, the 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 only exit path is to win a bunch of football games and make everyone have to listen to him. Hostile takeover. That's, That's it. Yeah. Or get canned. I mean, there's, yeah, those are the really the only two outcomes. And it's, I don't know, it, it, at least from, you know, like you kind of mentioned, like, I guess by my newer, fresher perspective from it or whatever, like, the other bummer of it is, I don't know, I thought Allen seemed like just good at his job for the most part. And sure. I mean, I don't know, looking at it. Well, like, Auburn, and, and it's been pointed out that Auburn thrived in a, in a few different ways yeah. while he was here. Uh, mostly out, off the football field, right? But and like it's just it's funny because we always go back to you know the, the big obviously the cash cow is football and you can't you know right. an athletic director can be good in every single way outside of football but if they can't right. cut the mustard with the football team then it's still you right. know right. kind of a moot point. I'll be old talking about that few weeks in January when uh, then Auburn Arena, the last days of Auburn Arena, yeah. uh, when it was on fire and you had Jabari Smith. 
who should have been competing in Madison Square Garden with the against the Knicks, and Suni Lee, who should have been competing in Tokyo against China, and they were both in level. They're right over there. That's crazy. And uh, more of that direction. Uh, <laughs> and, and and that was a great success uh, for Auburn Athletics in, in such a way that I, yeah, I think non-football sport steps, non-football sports did take steps forward under Green's tenure. Mm-hmm. And you know how much of that is is Green and how much of that it just happened. Whatever, but it happened. You know, um, so yeah. So I mean, I feel that. Um, I think there. Uh, Justin Ferguson did a really good job of pointing this out. That there were. Allen had ruffled feathers even before feathers of these war eagles, right? <laughs> no, uh, they're the tigers. Uh, he had ruffled feathers before hire before December twenty. Before he hired Brian Harson, that happened, right? Yep. Uh, so. You know, ultimately, Stephen Leith was hired by, uh, I mean, Alan Green was hired by Stephen Leith. You talk about alignment, you talk about everybody wants to pick who they work for. Um, you know, that in that way, you know, yeah, it, it's not the shock that, that Alan's time has come. But, uh, but again, I, it, to me, ultimately, it's a failure of Alan recruiting the president to be on his side, the president recruiting Alan to where he can be on his side to be like, oh, I know he's going to do what I want him to do. Mm-hmm. Therefore, he's fit for the job. Yeah. Apparently, that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, and then ultimately, like I said, you got the money. Money can't believe in the coach. The coach can't believe in the money. The money can't believe in the AD. The AD can't believe in the money. Nobody, nobody believes in anybody right now. Yeah. That's kind of what it seems like to the max. And everyone, and a lot of people want to blame someone for not falling in line. And me personally, I'm putting the blame on people who did not recruit people to be on their side. But that's just me. What do you think, Adam? Anything else? Are you are you just I, ready for football? I, just, I mean, honestly, at this rate, like I. How about the know, Tennessee AD man? The, what that is nuts. That but was, but see, this is it, that's 2022. You can just say whatever you want now. Yeah, it was it was kind of shocking to see that. And I mean, of course, it was I guess a family affair. But sure, they're buds. And, yeah, no, I mean it, it 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 makes enough sense that it was. But you could but you, said, but it was still kind of shocking to see that it was just that 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 blatant. I yeah. suppose. But I guess, and we haven't seen it before. But I mean, anyone can mudsling any yeah. at all. Yeah, like it's over. Like, look at the White House in recent years. It doesn't matter. All, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, that's where we are right now. That's where we are. So I don't understand why Alabama's ID 80 wasn't piling on. Yeah. He could if he wanted to. There'd be no repercussions. Yeah. Nothing matters. Well, let me ask you this, at least as far as, as moving forward from this. Where, where do you see Auburn going with its, its next athletic director? Because it seems like a lot of the talk has been – Internal, sure. Um, but just, I mean, I, where do you see them going with this? Well, if you, I mean, Chris Roberts was internal. Yeah, he came from the engineering department, so I can understand them wanting to go internal. Now, does that mean that a uh, that an Auburn man, an Auburn person, can't hire outside? Of course not, because Bruce Pearl is an outsider. We point right. to that all the time. He's an outsider in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. and. Uh, um, and he, he he came in and, and fit in and and it was a it was a really good hire when they made it mm-hmm. um, and that was Jay Jacobs and Jay Jacobs was me personally when 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 Bruce was you know when he was interviewed and it was kind of being talked about I was like man are they you know I don't know if Jay will really pull the trigger on it I really don't yeah uh, but he did to his credit and I think you know Auburn can do that moving forward I think even if Auburn hires a, a an Auburn man capital A capital M. Uh, as athletics director, he could still hire outside hire football coaches. That could still happen. Um, 
it, it's there's so there's just shades of gray and there's yeah there it's never as good as it seems it's never as bad as it seems and the people who want to just paint like oh the good old boy network is evil and terrible and the, the guy from idaho is a virtue of <laughs> compassion it's not true it's everyone's gray yeah all of them and uh and and there's no you can't just make heroes and villains of it that's not how the real world right. works right so I'm not sure I'm not sure I personally I thought Chris and Alan could have been compatible yeah having, just having met them just yeah. briefly I knew Alan better than I knew Chris uh they're not dead uh, <laughs> they're still here uh, <laughs> but I, I've only met Chris briefly yeah and uh I think they could have been compatible mm-hmm. in another world, in another universe, mm-hmm. without whatever barrier came came between them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm so so you know I'm not I, I'm not so sure what what Chris will do. Yeah. Because um, it's like oh, well, I, I almost think he, he he's not going to go hire his own version. This, here's my answer to your question. Yeah. He could just go hire another Alan. Yeah. But then he would have just kept Alan. Right. So I think they're going to hire internally. Internally. Yeah, that that's makes, what that, I think. That makes that. enough sense. Because it's, you know, I mean, I don't know. I think one of, I, I it's probably not best to harken back to one of these examples, but between oh, no. one of the whites, one of them called sure. Alan a rock star. And I mean, yeah, it makes enough sense. He's, sure. He's young, um, you yep. know, person of color in, sure. in athletic administration, and I'm sure he'll go on to do something great. But right. you make a really good point with that, because I hadn't really even necessarily thought about it that way. and. Um, I don't know. It's it's interesting too what you mentioned about kind of the hiring from outside and like I don't I don't disagree with you at all that like yeah like you know you can hire whoever sure. in in any role whether it's the the guy from Idaho to run the football team sure. or whatever else but it, it's interesting looking at like or the the circumstance of like when when Pearl was hired for men's basketball right I don't know that it's and I don't even know you I wouldn't call Butch an outsider because he was a former assistant here at sure. Auburn. But you He's know, an SEC I'm, guy. I mean, you, an SEC guy. You look at you look at the situations with with both of those programs, and yeah. and I mean, Auburn basketball maybe more than anything. Like it was just it was so the bar seemed like it was so low. Yes, and it just seems like everybody looks at the football team so differently. I don't know. Sure. Like regardless of regardless of where the team from years past has set the bar, it seems the bar remains in one spot for that football team as far as expectations go. Right. And so like I, I think Auburn's a top fifteen program. Right. That's what I right. Think. Top and fifteen like, job. I don't disagree with that at all. But uh, you know, it's just. It seems so like um, I don't know to make an outside hire with football as much as it's it's doable, and we'll see sure. how it how it bodes in in year two for Harson. Like right. if there is a new hire made at some point, like I, not to beat the the redundancy of internal or like not internal, but sure. more so somebody who's who's been here, who's done it, who sure. has ties. Like sure. I, I don't I don't see how they don't go in that direction if that's if that's you know the next step with the football team. That's maybe putting carts before sure. horses, but sure. you know it's just I well, don't we're, know, it's we're, interesting. Oh, we're talking about the flow chart. We're talking yeah. about if this then that, mm-hmm. if this then that, mm-hmm. and we talked about before if Brian Harson has a successful season. People are going to be forced to follow him yeah. because he has he is getting all the credit and all the blame right. for everything that happens this season right. because he has his two coordinators from Boise State that he handpicked. He has three quarterbacks that he picked from the transfer portal that are all his, and uh, he's gonna if he and and I'll be and I'll be impressed if if they do a whole lot this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been it's gonna be because of of, of his vision. Right. Um, so if you're rooting for Brian Harson, you're rooting for Auburn football to win games. Yeah. Um, and if he doesn't, he's gonna. I mean, if it craters, he's gonna be. Yeah. The, he's gonna be the scapegoat. Right. Yeah. And that's again, 
I'm just laying it out there. That's analysis. We're talking about zigging and zagging. I'm not talking about who's better or worse. Yeah. We're talking about this way, zigging and zagging. We're yeah. just laying it out. The choices that were made at what pathways. Ultimately, you hope it goes, you know, to the promised land, but you got you, you to gotta take left or right turns. And at some points, he could have gone right and he went left. Sometimes he could have gone right and he went left. He went whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same thing. Uh, so yeah, so again, football, we'll see. So there's there's the flow chart. It's like if, if this happens, this happens. If not, this happens. And if he's in the middle, if he just does just enough to keep his job, what, then what, he's on, then we're going into hot seat year three because what is, year two. What is just enough, though, as far as you see? Seven and five, probably. Seven and five? But it depends on who you beat and who you don't. And right. it depends on if you're proving, a if you present a proof of concept that this is going to get better. Yeah. If they are... Pushing people around in the trenches, if they are, if he is delivering on promises besides winning football games. Because here's the thing, Adam, and I'll say this, and I shouldn't, but I will. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> a lot of the things that he has sold himself on, sold, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way, because Bruce is a great salesman, right? Yeah. And I give Bruce that compliment all the time. A lot of things Brian has sold of, hey, we're gonna be, we're gonna have the most attention to detail. They don't have the most attention to detail. We have recruiting posters coming out that are terrible, right? Good point. Not great attention to detail. Maybe one day in the future. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna be the most disciplined team. They're not the most disciplined team. I don't think he's suspended anybody this entire time. Quarterback quarterback had a legal issue. Nothing, Nothing right? Yeah. And maybe he shouldn't have. They're not the most strictest, most disciplined team. Mm-hmm. Other programs would have done something to their quarterback. Yeah. Facts. So he's got it. He so it all comes down to this strength thing, this, uh, this running the stadium stairs thing, mm-hmm. this conditioning thing that they're just going to be tougher, fourth and one mentality than everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the that's kind of the last promise. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And maybe it works. Maybe it doesn't. But that's where I'm at. That's where I'm like, okay, we're you're. What are you selling now? Yeah. What are you going to sell me now? Mm-hmm. And again, this year, if he can prove the proof of concept, mm. if he just if he just skates to like six wins because the schedule kind of sucks mm. and the Mississippi schools aren't very good yeah. and Arkansas t- craters, right? I, if it doesn't show the proof of concept, mm-hmm. a new athletic director could get rid of him and could be justified for it because there's a path in which you can win six games this year and 2023 looks dire, dire because you have. Automatic losses to Alabama and Georgia at home that year. Yeah. And your offensive line room is... Yeah. And I will say this, though. I will say this, though. <laughs> I will say this, though. The, uh, <laughs> if, if recruiting can improve, if recruiting can improve, I do think this is different than 10, than 10 years ago. Yeah. I think the money, I think the people that matter, I think everyone is paying attention to recruiting rankings now, yeah. which they did not... 10 years, ago. 10 years ago or 20 years ago, mm-hmm. that is another field of battle that Brian Harson can win on. Yeah. If he, again, when I talk about proving proof of concept, say, hey, well, we, we went six and six, but great recruiting class. Yeah. And I mean, it, again, you're proving it. You're proving it. You're doing it. Yeah. And, and with these recruiting classes, too, it's it's interesting because I think, I don't know, it hasn't been talked about that, that Matt? much. Who was that? I think. I don't know who that was. Is the guy Someone with the white polo with the beard? Yeah, that's Matt. Um, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. We haven't talked about it a ton with the recruiting classes, but I mean, small, small numbers. And like, 
I think understandably so and like not to like give any sort of excuse for it but like I mean obviously like when you come off a year where you know a bunch of teams can recruit against you by saying that like hey this guy almost got canned sure. one year in you know obviously like you're not going to get a ton of guys but you know they're all four stars yeah. I mean yet to get a five star course but like it's not you know I think the only team that they've surpassed in the, like the SEC as far as recruiting rankings go I think right now is Missouri and Missouri has yeah. like yeah six three stars and and uh, like uh yeah. like four four stars something like that there's you know a I mean? volume it's, there's a there's issue. a level of yeah. quality to the guys that he's bringing in in the rankings and you know i mean like right. like he said if they win like you know i mean if you expand to see like where it goes from there but if you're right if he wins in in that department that is such a that seems like just such a huge bargaining chip nowadays yeah. to say well hey yeah. like let me let me keep my guys and, yeah. and let me get them built up and then once they're my guys yeah if they don't win then can me but yeah. You know, obviously nobody's going to say can me, but right. you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. That's one, yeah, that's one field. That's another field of battle mm-hmm. that he could win on this yeah. fall, uh, yeah. leading up to December early signing period. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, let's uh, let's get out of here. I don't know what our, bat- our battery's going to be. We could talk about quarterback. This will probably yeah. come out after the. So, anyway, go to oinow.com to find out what all happened in this scrimmage. Uh, Adam's going to do some quarterback observations, and uh, and we'll, we'll let you know because. It's game week, and Auburn does not have a starting quarterback. <laughs> Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Hey, and then after that, it's the season. Yep. So, yeah, it's a good time. So, any, fun, any parting thoughts, Adam? Uh, I'm really impressed by the uh, the Obby bounce sure. house. There's an Obby bounce house yeah, here. Yeah, they um, had to custom make that. I was going to I was gonna say that uh, as my first thing when you asked me the question about it. That's Adam like a tiger. Brain, but it seemed a little... It seemed a little uh, it's like a tiger. A little offbeat. I guess, yeah, just a tiger, but... Yes, you get that Pretty anywhere. cool. I might I might head that way. So. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead and jump in. Yeah, I got, my, I, got my, I got my slides on. It'll All be right, quick Adam. and easy. All right, we'll let you, we'll let you get in there. Uh, for Adam Cole, this is Justin Lee. This has been OA News Overtime. <laughs>